hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan coming at you, and we're going to have some fun today. We've got, uh, we're going to start off, I believe, in uh, Baja, and we're going to go all the way to uh, southern Florida and maybe stop someplace in between, uh, learning a little bit about. Last week, we talked about the the new normal. No, actually, the it's uh I guess that's what you call it, because you know, it's, normal is not normal anymore. <laughs> you know, the uh, there's definitely something um, happening with climate change and water temperatures and things. We're not going to get into the politics of what causes it, but things are different than they used to be. Yeah, there's no question about that. So we're going to find out a little bit about maybe what's been happening in uh, uh, the East Cape of uh, Baja, California del Sur, and then in Florida. And talking about the water temperatures, we're going to be talking to somebody from Terrafin. And what they do is they take satellite imagery to measure the ocean temperature, sea surface temperature, SST, uh, that you can go to their site. And anywhere that anybody's interested in, they've got it covered. And obviously, the temperature of the water has a lot to do with, uh, you know, the the critters that live in it because they kind of follow certain fish like certain temperatures. So we're going to be following that. But we would like you to remember that you can listen to Fish Talk Radio anytime you want to by going to fishtalkradio.com. And right on the front page, it's uh, you just click on it and you can hear the current show. Also, if you could like to join us on Facebook at uh, Fish Talk Radio, we would appreciate hearing from you. And if there's anything that uh, you're interested in or not interested in, uh, we'd like to hear about it. And if you'd like to do some trips, you know, go to fishtalkradio.com and click on Real Fun Adventures. And if there's any adventures that you're looking for that you don't see there, um, let us know and you'd be amazed what we can do for you. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, even if it's not an official trip, uh, you'd be surprised what we can do for you. So make sure you tune into that. And this is John Hennigan with Fish Talk Radio. We're going to have to uh, get out of here right now and take a quick break, but we're going to be right back with you. Some grabbed my hook and they got my bait and they jerked me out in the middle of the lake. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Coast Baja. Great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Esprito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I went down by the fishing hole, and I sat down with my fishing pole. Some grabbed my hook, and they got my bait, and they jerked me out in the middle of the lake. Some jumped. I got Welcome some. to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Eddie Damo from Van Warmer Resorts in Baja, California, sir, the uh, East Cape of uh Los Barriles, which is uh, the barrels, and maybe maybe we'll give you a, a tip as to why uh, that town is named that, it's a little local legend. But speaking of local legends, Eddie at the Van Warmer Resorts, and Eddie, before, before I introduce you, I just want to say a couple of things. Uh, Van Warmer is not a Spanish name. But, no. <laughs> but that area and uh, Chacha, uh, what was her family name? Uh, Ruiz. Ruiz. It's Ruiz. Ruiz Gonzalez. Okay. So the uh, Rosa Maria Ruiz Gonzalez. And her family is local. And I, apparently, this uh, young Dutchman came down there what in the fifties or early sixties or whatever it was, and fell in love with this Spanish girl, got married. And her family had owned this uh, uh, area, which is uh, the the Palmas de Cortez, which is uh, the Bay of the Palms, I think, was the name of the property. It's like five miles of beachfront that her family owned. And they opened, they opened this uh, resort and then another one, then another one. And it is by far, you know, I would, you know, I would say Los Bariles, I mean, that's pretty much the founding family of that area. But and Chacha yeah. and Chacha, if you're down there, if you're lucky or maybe not lucky, <laughs> she'll, she'll, she still wanders around and she she rules the roost. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. Los Barillas is a small little town, but it is a, it is a, a growing town. Um, and and nowadays, you know, we have so many snowbirds that come down um, in the winter times, usually around the October time frame, and they stay until about May. Um, and because the weather here during that time is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, it gets a little windy, so we get some wind surfers down here, and, and the, you know, the, the snowbirds from Canada and, and northern uh, United States, they, they flock down here, and a lot of them own houses here, and it, it's kind of centrally located, Los Barillas. It's an hour and a half from La Paz, and it's an, an hour and a half from downtown Cabo, so you can basically live in a small um, rural town, mm-hmm. but yet be close enough to big cities oh, where yeah, you well, can drive an hour and a half. It's only about 45 minutes or so from the airport. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, you know, my wife and I, we live in Los Barillas um, year-round. So when we go to Costco or Home Depot, things like that, we just, you know, we got to drive an hour and a half to Cos- to, uh, to Cabo, and yeah. we can do our shopping and then come right back. And, and so it works out nice, you know, we yeah. have to live in the big no, city. It's a beautiful area. Small town. Beautiful area. Yeah, it really is. And it's uh, you know it's it's clean. It's there's no graffiti. There's no crime. There's no street people. It's just and there's you know there's nobody trying to sell you timeshares or chiclets or any of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes this this area real special is that we you know we're more of a fishing um, town, uh, artist community, fishing community type of thing. Um, the only people that come up this way are people that want to get away from that, um, away from the big city um, feel of Cabo and La Paz, um, and they want to have something a little bit smaller. We even get a lot of people, the locals from Cabo and La Paz, will come and spend like a weekend or a long weekend in Los Barrios just to get away uh, from you know from what they're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get a lot of that happening here. So it's well, a nice little and, town. And, and, and again, you, you mentioned fishing. It, it 
is uh, a very, <laughs> very well known. Uh, the East Cape of Baja, uh, it, it, as far as fishing, is incredible. Give us an idea of what's going on down there right now. Well, right now, you know, it's been billfish, mostly billfish um, and, uh, and a few other species. But the blue marlin, um, the last couple of weeks, uh, actually about the last month, have been really, really uh, big and as far as coming in in big numbers. And we're seeing a lot of them. I, mean, I would say in the last five years, this is the year where we've seen more blue marlin than we have in, in the last five years. So it's, if, you're, if you're looking to come down and, and catch a big blue marlin, this is the time to do it. Um, every day I go down to the dock and I see and I talk to the captains, what do you guys land? Almost, I would say one out of every two captains says, oh, we landed a blue marlin and we released wow. it. Um, so it's just become just a, incredible numbers of blue marlin. I'm not saying that they're all going to be 700-pound blue marlin. They can be as small as 250 pounds well, all the way up well, to let's, let's, about let's, five, six hundred. Eddie, let's put it in perspective. Uh, I'm not saying I'm normal, but I've been going down to uh, Baja at least once a year, every year for about the last 30 years. Since I was six, I think. Anyway, but yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's a long time. But uh, you know, I've I've probably caught you know I don't know hundred you know hundreds of of marlin, but um, only two blues and no blacks. Yeah. So yeah, that's, they, that's you know, stri- the way it is. Yeah, stripes are stripes are a no brainer down there because they they're there they're yeah. in, actually they're almost indigenous they uh, you know they they yeah. some of them actually uh, ter- they stay there, but when you look yeah. at when you're talking about blues and blacks that's pretty rare and uh, yeah. to be able to hook into one of those uh, because the stripes you know a big stripe marlin might be what 150 you know pushing 200 right. is, is is max but uh, yeah. uh, most of them are in the in the 90 to 120 pound range but the yeah. uh, but the blues you know now you're talking you mean you know, yeah. uh, you know a, a, a blue average size is probably over 200 and more likely it's somewhere between 2 and 300 pounds Correct, correct. You know, and another thing that a lot of uh, boats are, are able to do these last few weeks, which I haven't seen in a long time, is uh, get the Grand Slam in one oh. day. Um, a well, lot of boats a, are a, getting... A stripe blue, blue and black? Uh, no, actually, it's a, a stripe of blue and a, a sailfish. So oh, they're yeah, getting okay. those, those three in one day, which wow. is, you know, used to be where you'd see once every couple months, you'd see somebody say, oh, they got the Grand Slam. But uh, and, and now it's it's the last couple of weeks it's been kind of, not a common thing but it's happening more 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 and more. Oh, often. and one day I'd love to do the Grand that. Slam. Wow. Yeah. So the and we're also seeing a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of wahoo too, John, down here. Yeah. Um, I know that earlier in the season there was a lot of wahoo up in the La Paz area, yeah. and we're starting to see a lot of them down here now. Um, one of our boats the other day got seven in in one day um, with four anglers Whoa. on board, and and they had a great time. And so we're starting to see big numbers in wahoo as well. Man, they're not easy. I mean, it's like uh, no, (laughs) no. I mean, you can you know getting them hooked is one thing, but you know they've got teeth like uh, that that incisors that you know just kind of fit together perfectly, and they're razor sharp. So just because you hook one doesn't mean you're going to catch one. No, yeah. Usually with with uh, with wahoo, um, a lot of people will hook uh, wahoo while they're trolling for dorado and have an incidental catch. But then usually you're not you're not you're not trolling with with wire leader. So right. when you do hook it and you don't have wire leader, you got to make sure you keep that line very tight. Don't give keep them it, any room to turn because if they yeah. turn, they're going to bite through the yeah, you leader get them and the they're going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's not uncommon to actually land a wahoo and end up seeing a couple of hooks in its mouth from it from previous anglers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so wow. yeah, you might see that as well. So you've got uh, wahoo, uh, sailfish, uh, striped, uh, blue marlin. Uh, you haven't mentioned uh, Dorado, but... Uh, yeah, Dorado are starting to come in um, as well. I mean, they're always around. We just haven't caught any good size ones, and we're starting to see some bigger ones now. We're actually seeing them in the 30, 40-pound class, which is what we're used to seeing down here on the East Cape. Uh, prior to this last week, we were, we were uh, seeing a lot of small um, mm-hmm. Dorado, and but now we're starting to see some size, which is good because we're kind of creeping up yeah. on that time frame with our, our big Dorado shootouts coming up in a couple weeks. So right. Well, you know, let's that. just mention real quick, Eddie. First of all... Getting down there is pretty simple. You just fly into the Los Cabos, and right now, yeah. you know, they've got some pretty good deals on some rates. You just fly in there, Absolutely. and Eddie will fix you up, send a van to pick you up, take you up, and let's just put it this way, for, you know, whatever, you know, for around a, around $1,000, uh, 
total, you know, with uh, all you're going to spend with your room and your transportation from the airport and your fishing and stuff, it's an incredible deal. And so give Eddie a call at uh, Van Wormer Resorts, and I even know the phone number. Yeah, it's uh, 877. <laughs> Chucky, Chucky taught me this. 877-777-TUNA. Or you can right. also go to Van Warmer Resorts. Uh, you just Google it. But it sounds like this. There's a time of the year. Things are really happening, and don't be afraid to go down there on short notice. Just pick up your passport, get an airplane ticket, and take off. Eddie, thank you very much. And uh, that's such great stuff. Great news. Okay, you are listening. All right, John. Thank you so much you for having me. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll be right back with you. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. There's a boat race down the river. There's a slow boat on my mind. Oh, good song. Keep uh, keep up with that. I like that. Really? What's, I didn't know he did fishy stuff. Anyway, this is Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan. And right now, we are going to find out a little bit about SST, sea surface temperature. And obviously, anybody that knows anything about fishing knows that the water temperature has a lot to do with where the fish are. Well, just so happens that we have uh, Jeff Gammon, who is uh, the proprietor of Terrafin. I wish you had a different name. I can never remember that, Terrafin. <laughs> but uh, it's, it, it, what he does, it's, a, it's something you subscribe to. It's uh, like 100 bucks a year, which is almost free. But it gives you... Uh, access to all information about sea surface temperature 
And, uh, well, we'll find out more about it. But anyway, Jeff, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. And let's kind of introduce yourself real quick, and then let's get into some fun stuff. Well, John, thanks for having me. Um, as you said, the, the name of the company is Terrafin Satellite Imaging. And I, we thought about changing it, but that's printed on all of my letters. <laughs> so lazy. Yeah. We're never changing it. Um, we provide satellite imagery. We take satellite imagery from the NOAA weather satellites, and we process uh, t- charts that show the water temperatures, uh, the water clarity and color. Those are the uh, chlorophyll or plankton charts, um, a few other currents, and altimetry. And we do that for all of the U.S., just about all of Mexico, uh, Caribbean, um, Hawaii, Alaska. Mm -hmm. So we've pretty much got you covered here. And we do that on multiple times a day, and the um, anglers subscribe to the service and access the charts either on the computer at home or using our app on the, on the mobile, on a phone or iPad or something like that. Well, I'll tell you what, even if you only use it once a year, it's worth the price of admission <laughs> because, you know, what you do and everybody knows that when it comes to fishing, there are certain, you know, different fish like different temperature of water. And then, of course, if you can find that the uh, temperature breaks when you're going out in the morning, you, you, uh, you know, you plug in your tariff in and you go, oh, okay, well, you go about 30 miles this way and here's, the, here's the kind of the, where the temperature break is, then uh, that's because everything lives on the edge. But, or you know what the temperature is, you know what kind of fish that are going to be more, more than likely going to be there. Right, and you know that's kind of the key these these days. It's we're we're decades past the uh, the t- days when you could just pop out a couple miles offshore and and always head the same direction and throw your lures in and start catching fish. Um, the fish stocks are are not the same as they once were, and so now it really is um, important if, if you want to be successful to put in your time in the most likely areas and those tend to be the uh, the areas of the change where the the temperature mm-hmm. water temperature changes um, in particular with the uh, chlorophyll charts that will show you the clean blue water versus the well let's if you don't mind let's talk yeah. about that a little bit because that's something that you know I'm not really clear on is that the you know the the chlorophyll and, and the clear water but because you've got two different charts you got the one that has a sea surface temperature and by the way when you're talking about the temperature uh, sea surface you're measuring at the top so, well if let's just say that you're in the ocean and it's showing 85 degree water in Baja um, how deep you know if you go down 10 or 15 feet what is the temperature change well it'll be cooler because you're right with this we're measuring the satellite measures just the skim surface of the water the top um, centimeter basically mm-hmm. So there's can be a, a few degrees, a couple of degrees difference um, be, between what you'll see on the on the temperature chart versus even what your uh, your temp, temperature gauge on the boat may be seeing because it's down, you know, two or three feet below the surface. Um, but what what tends to be the same is the the change. When we're looking at an area, say on the chart, it shows that it goes from 85 to 82, and it's a three-degree temperature change. That would still hold true, even though your your gauge might read that as being 82 to 79. So it's that area where that temperature change is, or the color change, is what we're really it's what our our type of data is best at showing, and that's what's going to help you the most. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> With the, the the chlorophyll charts, you know, we we recommend that people pay pretty close attention to the chlorophyll charts. And if you, if you put them side by side with a temperature chart, a lot of times they, things will match right up, and you'll you'll see. You tend to have 
clean blue water, which is water with very low levels of chlorophyll, and that's the uh, that's kind of the highway. That's the, where the the pelagic fish like to travel in that clean blue water. Mm-hmm. But the reason that water is so so clean and blue and pretty is that it doesn't have much in the way of plankton, and it doesn't have really any food in it. So while well, the fish like to travel in that, they like to eat, and so they'll if you. They'll come up on the edges of that where that ah, blue water there we go. meets the edge with a more off-color, greener, but more more plankton, more nutrients, more bait fish, mm-hmm. and that becomes the kind of the the activity zone where that edge is. Yeah. Well, we talk about it all the time. It's usually you're you're looking at the edge of the drop off, the edge of the current break, the edge of the water temperature, the edge of the plankton. That's usually you know where that's usually where you're going to find them. But uh, and again, that seems to hold true. Right, and that you know that's that's pretty much the key, and that's the same reason why you know the temperature break work as a when you're fishing. It's it's really more about there's food on one side of that and and not on the other, and the fish kind of stack up in that area where the food is. Mm-hmm. I think it's not so much that they're afraid to go into the colder water or something. They'll they'll go into the colder water just fine if there's food to eat there. Yeah. Well, and it's been, you know, we talked about this last week about the water temperatures and, the, and the, you know, what's, what's happening is what we call the, the new normal, which is nothing is normal anymore. <laughs> And uh, we talked, you know, Eddie was talking about blue in the previous segment about the blue marlin and the sailfish that are that are thick in uh, the East Cape area, uh, which is normally doesn't happen until October. Right. Or so, they, they normally have the uh, the blue the tournament at the end of end of. Well, there's a reason. July. Yeah, there's a reason all these tournaments are in October. It's because that's usually yeah. the, the the best fishing. But. You know, what you do is I know that you spend time. You've got a, a place down in, uh, in actually, it's in the East Cape of Baja, and you like to fish, and you're, you know, you're, uh, you're uh, certainly knowledgeable. But you also, you know, when you do these maps and things, you probably take a look at it. What have you seen this year as far as, you know, trends uh, in water temperature and, and some of the things that are not normal? Well, you know, what was interesting this year, I mean, it's, it's pretty clearly right now every, everything is is warmer than normal. We're probably three to four, maybe even five degrees above normal over a lot of the West Coast. Um, but what was interesting, too, was that in the, in the winter, things never really cooled off. It mm. stayed warm all through through the winter. There were scattered tuna being caught off Southern California pretty much all through the winter when um, every time I was in Los Bariles it, it seemed like the water temps were pushing high 70s 80 degrees when you know normally at that time of year it would be low 70s or even below so it was really an interesting what we would consider the off season because yeah. There was no off season. It's uh, it's never cooled off. Well, the you know the California coast has been crazy. Just uh, actually two days ago, I was out <clears throat> on a boat and uh, twenty people caught twenty uh, bluefin tuna, and you never see those here. No, and uh, and there there's big fish out there too. It's just uh, yeah. You know, didn't get any big ones, but you know they were, you know, blue. They were twenty-five to forty-pound class, so that wasn't yeah. bad. But uh, anyway, to try and bring it all together again about terrafin, uh, what do you use it for, and how do you, how does that help you find fish? Well, we we use it to just try to find those those boundaries, those areas where the <clears throat> the life is more likely to be, and um, you know the primary. Customers for this are fishermen, but there's also the divers tend to tend to use it. They they like the chlorophyll charts a lot because mm-hmm. they try to get on the edge, but they want to be in the clean water because they want to you see. Yeah, yeah. So the, you know, people have different uses for it, but and sometimes the the best it'll it'll do for you is kind of tell you well 
this is an area to stay away from. This is just a big blob of of, of no, uh, you know, no food and uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of that that thing. Well, the, you know what? If you're going to be going offshore, the price of fuel, the price of the day, um, you know, if you're not using terrafin, then it's you know, I wouldn't say you're stupid, but you know, it, it's almost free, hundred bucks a year, and um, you, you'd spend that in half a day on gas if you go in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, one, so, one day, one day, and it'll pay for itself. There you go. Sure. So terrafin, yeah, yeah. I guess probably the easy thing to just to Google it. And it's kind of pretty much the way it sounds. It's easy. It's terrafin.com. Okay. And uh, most of the input okay. on there. And Looks like we're out of here, Jeff. Thank you right. very much. Uh, we appreciate all that input. And we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. That's what I want to do. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and uh, we have uh, Ken Cleveland here uh, standing by, operating the phones and taking notes. And we have Betty Bauman from Ladies Let's Go Fishing in Florida that uh, we've had on more than a couple of times. But it's just, Betty, it's, it's uh, well, first of all, I enjoy having you on. But, you know, we talked years ago about the kind of the trend of women and fishing, that they were becoming more involved. But I think it's become a lot more than that. Um, Why don't you go ahead and start off. Tell us a little bit about Ladies Let's Go Fishing, and then let's talk about some ladies, and then we're going to get into some fishing. Great. Uh, Well, Ladies Let's Go Fishing 
was developed 20 years ago um, to give women a helping hand to get into fishing because um, uh, statistics from the American Sport Fishing Association indicated that, you know, women make about a third of the anglers, but as far as the market of interest, 44% approximately um, is the number, a percentage of people are women um, who are interested in fishing. Let me clarify, 44% of those interested in fishing are women. So my my premise was to make a program that expands the weekend where they we have the networking, the sit-down classes on inshore, offshore bottom fishing, um, and the hands-on practice. So before they go fishing, it's the no-yelling school, by the way, they can learn to tie their knots, to cast, throw a cast net, drive a boat, back a trailer, how about how to put their floors <laughs> on, rig a belly hoop, and oh, the crowding touch, crowding touch is they get to go fishing the last day. So we amass charter boats and organize them on charter boats so they learn and they practice, and they get to do it on the water. And then we have, you know, cocktail parties and networking so they can meet other ladies that are in the same learning curve. Uh, Betty, slow down just a second. You said you've been doing this for 20 years, and the statistics that you just gave us are current statistics, correct? Yes. So you're you're saying that more than 40% of the people interested in fishing now are women. What was it 20 years ago? Do you have any idea? No, but it was less. I mean, when I started the program, people laughed at me and said, women and fishing, are you crazy? And I said, you know what? I get yelled at by my husband, and I would go fishing more if I knew what he was talking about. And I understood <laughs> the terminology and felt like I was confident. But, uh, well, I'm not saying it's just because of you, but you certainly you know, helped that trend where, you know, I, I, you know, the numbers that you're talking about are higher than what I had uh, you know, believed but I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't doubt what you say is true. And just to say, just on a trip, uh, there was uh, 20 of us, and I think there was five women on an overnight trip. And uh, you're right. And, and actually, one of them was really good. She caught more than anything. Uh, and the women, they're in some ways, you know, you think of the fair sex. But in some ways, you know, physically, they have, they have a disadvantage. But and also in some ways they have an advantage, especially in finesse and fly fishing. Oh yes, they do. And, um, and the thing about women, uh, we have eight thousand graduates. Um, women are not typically solo anglers. They want to share the experience with other people. So if you bring in one woman, you could be bringing in another twelve to fifteen people. That once she gets hooked on fishing, that she's going to talk her family, or friends, or neighbors and network um, to other people to get them into fishing. Well, let me ask you a question because, you know, usually guys that go on fishing trips, it's a guy trip. You know, <laughs> Ken's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like we're going to go fishing and it's a guy trip. And so the woman goes, okay, well, you guys go ahead and have a good time. She's not interested in going. But, uh, uh, but now you're starting to see couples go. Uh, but what about... Uh, girls, you know, girls gone, girls gone wild <laughs> fishing trip. Um, I mean, so you get a bunch of girls together and say, hey, let's go fishing and forget the guys? Oh, yes, they do. And it's not that they don't like guys. Um, you know, sometimes guys, um, you know, they have more experience and they take the lead. And when as a group of women, they're all equal. And, you know, women like to laugh and giggle and play music and enjoy the fish. So it's a little bit um, different kind of atmosphere with all women. And um, we have, like, some chapters and things like that that fish together. Um, and they love the dynamic of it being all women. Um, not to say that men are not invited. And a lot of times if we're on a charter boat, you know, the captain and the mate are men. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> women have that. sort of a bonding thing with other women. Yeah. You know, it's just like the guys go and fishing together. The yeah. ladies like to fish together sometimes, too. Oh, that's great. Um, well, let's uh, get off of that for subject for a little bit, but that's very interesting and exciting. But you live in southern Florida. Give us an idea of what's going on down there now and uh, some of the subject that uh, some that you'd like to cover. Okay. Well, fishing has been uh, pretty good. It's been kind of blowing down here. Um, I'm finding... Um, that people are going after other species uh, because the productive fish aren't as plentiful. Um, you know, we're fishing in the Keys, and um, we're finding, you know, a lot of the dolphin are too small. You know, there's 20-inch minimum or 
approximately that. And, um, you know, people are catching 17 mm-hmm. inches. So they're going after other species. You know, even Barracuda now has a big market. FWC is coming up with regulations on how many Barracuda people can eat. And, um, you know, the uh, Hispanic community especially um, like to eat Barracuda. Uh, in the past, they've been known for Ciguatera. Uh, which is um, a really bad nerve disease you get um, hmm. when you eat a big barracuda that, or other fish that, you know... Um, that have been around eating meat. smaller fish that are contaminated, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, or even grouper and such, you know. Hmm. I, I don't like grouper. Um, the smaller grouper are um, a little bit less likely. You know, it's more the bigger fish that um, uh, absorb the toxins in what they eat, and then they pass it on to humans. And then we're going to get the lionfish, but I don't want to jump that subject until you're ready. Well, uh, I, I think one of the things you mentioned, first of all, when you, first of all, uh, for those of us that are not in Florida, when you say dolphin, you're really talking uh, something called a dolphin fish, which is normally a dorado or mahi-mahi. So, no, we, yeah. we, we don't go out and, and, uh, and eat dolphins. But uh, the other point of it is interesting because uh, we talked a little bit about um, the names of fish you know, because when you go to a restaurant, people want swordfish, salmon, uh, sea bass. Well, they're they're you know they've been overfished. So a lot of the fish that are maybe uh, not as popular but can be very good, that people are starting to find out about. And when you're owning a restaurant, you know you you've got to be concerned about the cost. And if you can get uh, something that tastes really good uh, at a lower cost, then you know those are becoming more popular. But let's go now. You mentioned lionfish, and I think there's an interesting story there. And we don't have a lot of time to cover it, but so let's go right on into it. We only got about two minutes about lionfish. Okay. Well, lionfish are probably uh, could be the largest man-made disaster in our oceans ever. Um, I got involved in um, lionfish tournaments because. Um, uh, about five years ago, before anybody even knew about lionfish, but there was a concern about lionfish in the Bahamas. They are beautiful fish that people, um, you know, you'll see them in um, saltwater fish tanks. Aquariums. Mm-hmm. Aquariums and things like that. Um, and, you know, what we expect, what we what we think is that people took them out of the aquariums and released them in the water because they didn't want to kill them, but they had them in the aquariums, they got too big, or they are eating all the other fish. Lionfish are voracious. Uh, they can um, eat fish um, two-thirds their size. <laughs> they can consume a reef um, in a matter of days, and what they do is they eat all the juvenile fish, and that's affecting all the fisheries. Uh, this has expanded from the Bahamas to um, many areas in Florida. There's a lot of lionfish tournaments. Um, I did one uh, um, about five years ago, and um, some of the lionfish tournaments at that time were producing thousands of them. Wow, so um, it's, this is not a catch or release. You want to catch them to get rid of them. Yeah, actually, FWC in Florida is allowing you know harvesting of lionfish with no limits. It's mostly a spear fishery, but people do get them deep dropping. Uh, they are not poisonous. They are venomous which means that they have venom on their spines, and, and divers have to be very careful because if they're stung by them, they have about 12 minutes before they're in excruciating pain. Mm. I know people that have been through that, and it's so bad they want to cut their arms off. Mm. Um, it's terrible, terrible. It lasts about 12 hours. It can mm. lead to heart attacks. It's, you know, serious stuff. However, the meat, once you cut those the, the, the spines uh, fins mm-hmm. off the fish, the meat is absolutely delicious. The fish itself is not poisonous. It has venom in its the spine, uh, fin. Uh, yes, in its spines. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting stuff. Now, you know, you, we, we mentioned it. We might as well put it on the air. Is If you get stung by one, what do you do? Well, the best thing to do um, immediately is put hot water on, and if somebody's in a center console, the water that comes out of the outboard is best thing to do is, is you know, put, put that on the, um, the sting immediately or, you know, other people, you know, if you have an in, um, uh, you know, yeah. a, a, outboard, a, the, a bigger with, engine, yeah, right. you, could, you know, put out, water yeah. on top of your engine, fire engine up and heat it up as fast as possible because you don't have much time before excruciating pain sets in. And the other alternative is? Oh, they oh, they say they can pee on it as well. <laughs> okay. The warmth of the pee, you know, have nothing acid, else. Yeah. You know, 
do that, but really hot, hot, the hottest water you can get, almost a scalding, yeah. is the best best way to neutralize wow. that. And it has to be done really fast. You have about a 12-minute window. Wow. Anyway, uh, anyway, they're they're great eating fish. They're beautiful fish, but you don't want to get touched the little spine that come off the top. And uh, let's try and get rid of them. But <laughs> Betty, that was that was that was interesting, especially the stats on women. You know, and let's go fishing. And but give us a real quick uh, way to get in touch with you. Oh, www.ladiesletsgofishing.com, phone 954-475-9068, or email fish at ladiesletsgofishing.com. We have a Keys event November 13th to the 15th, and a hoedown fundraiser at a famous ranch here in Fort Lauderdale, October 3rd. Okay, ladies, let's go fishing. That's easy to find. Uh, Betty, you're delightful. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate you tuning in. And go to our website, go to our Facebook, get in touch with us, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Oh, Lord. Honey, that sounds like rain. Hey, woman. Get me young. Let's go. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort, the Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja, on the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The boss, he's looking for me He says it's time to go to work But I'm out on the street. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Hey, whatever happened to that Willie? Where did that Willie Nelson uh, fishing stuff come from, Mark? I didn't know. A miracle. A miracle. Yeah, you did good. Anyway, uh, we are talking to Betty Bauman from Ladies Let's Go Fishing. And I believe that she said that she's been doing this about 20 years. And there's been a lot of uh, change in the last 20 years as far as lady anglers, hasn't there, Betty? Oh, there are more and more lady anglers. The number of lady anglers has increased in our way. Um, We are doing our part to make sure that happens. 
um, I think that fishing is something a woman can be just as good at as a male. And I didn't and sometimes even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they listen. That's why we get mm-hmm. the best captains to be our instructors. Yeah. They have no preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm not chauvinistic, but I am competitive. And if I get beat out by a girl, man. <laughs> The girls love to beat the guys. It's not because yeah. they don't like them. It's just such an accomplishment. I know, but I hate that. But anyway, I hate losing anyway, especially to a girl. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a different subject. We were talking about lionfish, and that was very interesting. Um, apparently, they've started, you know, they're something that, you know, they're beautiful in the aquarium as long as they stay there, but they eat all the other fish in the aquarium. So people say, well, this isn't going to work. So they put them in the channels and in uh, Florida and put them, you know, get, turn them loose. And guess what happened? Right. Well, they have a voracious appetite. They can eat a fish two thirds their size and they can destroy a reef in a matter of days. So what they destroy is the bottom line of the food chain. So if you destroy the bottom line and it's really bad, then the whole food chain is at risk. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about lionfish. Um, You mentioned that um, they're 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 not poisonous, but you said venomous. In other words, they in their it's like their was it their spine, their uh, that little thing that sticks up off the top. Uh, You you don't want to touch that. Yeah, they have certain fins that have that venom in there, and um, um, they're very uh, painful, excruciatingly painful if anybody gets stung. However, you know, people do catch lionfish. They wear gloves, and uh, you can eat the lionfish. The meat itself is not poisonous. All you have to do is cut the fins off with scissors Mm -hmm. and put them in a pan and fry them, and they Mm. are the best eaten fish you've ever had. Wow. Well, you know, I don't know about what you have in Florida, but uh, out here we have the sculpin, which is, you know, you touch that that, that spine that comes out of the dorsal right on the top, and it's like a bee sting. But the fish itself is delicious. Well, this is more than a bee sting. This is so bad, I mentioned before, that, you know, it's it's so bad that it can lead to heart attack. Um, it lasts 12 hours at least. And it's, you know, it's the pain's so bad. I, you know, I've heard people that, you know, get stuff in their hands want to take, want to just take their hand off. Ooh, ooh, okay. Well, but they taste good. <laughs> so, yes, uh, and, they yeah, do. Yeah, and the thing is, is that so if you have the opportunity uh, to catch them, take them, don't put them back in the water because we, we're trying no, to. No, take them home yeah. and eat them. Yeah. And the thing is, in the Atlantic, they're proliferating at like two to three times the amount that they would uh, normally proliferate in their indigenous waters in the Pacific because of the warmth of the Atlantic. Oh, and you said they're they're kind of they're not indigenous to the Atlantic, and so they they don't have the natural predators that they that they do in the Pacific. Right. Well, we hope they all grow big enough that they'll just eat each other. But okay. you know, they <laughs> there you go. they can ingest you know okay. like thirty grouper in a matter of minutes. Wow. Thirty small grouper. Okay, Betty, ladies, let's go fishing. Uh, just check that out and go fishing with Betty and and join the organization and and ladies get out there and uh, um, and go fishing. We appreciate well, that. Join us in Bimini too. Bimini in, Bahamas, September eleventh to the thirteenth. Eleventh to the thirteenth. Uh, in a very cheap. Uh, well, very um, value uh, fishing trip to the Bimini. I've never been there. I'm going to do that. But I'm a guy, so you probably won't let me go. Anyway. Oh, it's a co-ed trip. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. Perfect. When we do our international trips, men are, are most welcome. Okay. All right. Sounds good to me. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Betty, thank you very much. You have been a doll, and thanks for all that information. You've gone fishing. 